Hi guys, and uh, welcome to the first episode of Social Football Winter Transfer Window. And uh, I know it's been a long time since I last uploaded. Uh, I've bought a new mic, so yeah, that's probably going to be good. And let's just get right into it. So to start off, the Winter Transfer Window. I know the Winter Transfer Window, uh, it's almost been a, a full week since it started, but until up till now i i would say it's pretty quiet uh i mean i thought because the world cup was uh in december i thought the world cup stars would uh be uh the hot potato uh during the transfer window but uh it seems like that's not really the case up till now Although there are some strong links, uh, especially with uh, the rising star Enzo Fernandez and uh, Cody Gakpo, which I will elaborate, get into further details later. But to start off, uh, so an, a hot deal uh, that uh, over the past few uh, past week has been, without a doubt, the deal of Enzo Fernandez from Benfica uh he's the world cup winner uh uh playing a very key role in the Argentina Argentina midfield especially as the midfield Argentina midfield uh which had DePaul and other uh players like pa- Paradas uh did not perform uh they didn't perform as well as people thought they would uh so Enzo Fernandez, definitely a rising star. He was given the, I think it was the silver ball uh, uh, in the tournament and uh, definitely played a key role in Argentina's, uh, you know, road to victory. And yeah, so uh, he actually moved to Benfica uh, last, when was it? It was in June for about 10 million euros from River Plate, same place where uh, Julian Alvarez uh, moved from. Uh, so, yeah, River Plate for 10 million, but right now, uh, Benfica are, they have a very strong stance that they're not going to sell unless the buyout clause is met. His buyout clause is uh, 120 million euros. So, uh it's it's very good business that Benfica are doing you see like they bought a player 5 months ago for the price of 10 million and now they're trying to sell for 120 which means that you get 110 million in profit just by in like in the span of 6 months so top top business from uh Benfica's board definitely but uh as you, as people may know or may not know, I am a very strong Chelsea fan, and uh, Enzo Fernandez has been linked. At the very start, I remember Liverpool and uh, Manchester United being very strongly linked to the midfielder. Uh, but as time went on, it was more leaning towards Chelsea, and that Chelsea was serious in paying the buyout clause. When I heard this, it was, uh, in my mind, I was like, 120 million euros buyout for this midfielder? I mean, I 
after, uh, from what I've seen following him from the World Cup, uh, he's a spe- spectacular player, that's for sure. But, I mean, 120 million euros straight up in cash. Uh, that's big money. And if you are willing to pay that, you almost have no chance of uh, getting back that money when, if you decide to sell the player, as you see in the case of Joao Felix at Atleti, uh, who is not in a very good situation, and I'll go back into that, but, uh, well, Enzo Fernandez, Benfica. The stance is very clear from Rui Costa, uh, who says buyout or nothing, because buyout, uh, once you pay the buyout uh there's the club has no choice and uh the player and the club willing to buy can straight and get into uh personal negotiate negotiate personal term negotiations so uh i guess their stance is we will not sell in the winter uh as per uh multiple sources including fabrizio romano uh but let's see Enzo Fernandez, I mean, he has the class, and I see why big all the top clubs are going for him, but his price tag is not one you can overlook, right? It's 120 million euros. It will it will easily beat the Premier League record transfer signing, uh, which is currently Jack Grealish, uh, and I feel like rather than investing on uh, Enzo Fernandez, who is, don't get me wrong, it's he's a quality midfielder, and he'll, I'm sure he's a top top player. But even though he is a top top player, 120 20 million euros, uh, I think, is not a price tag uh, most clubs are willing to pay, or. And it's a big risk if uh, the player turns out to be unsuccessful, which is a very possible, it's a possibility because there's a big gap between the Portuguese league uh, and the Premier League. So I'm not really sure about taking this risk. Uh, Fortunately, I think fortunately, Reports have said that uh, negotiations broke down as Chelsea were, uh, they seemed willing to pay the release clause, but in reality, their offer was uh, 90 million euros plus Ziyech on a permanent transfer and uh, new signings Dacho Fofana and Andre Santos on loan. So it's like a cash plus three players deal. Uh, kind of like the NBA, you know, like with draft picks and all that, but uh, it was cash plus players. And Benfica was very strong on their stance. They reiterated their stance that they will not take anything less than their buyout clause, which is a uh, one-time cash out of 100 million, 120 million euros. So, uh, but uh, reports by Ben Jacobs, uh, he reported that... Uh, Chelsea Graham Potter is pushing the signing, and uh, he uh, Chelsea will not 
stopped their pursuit for the Argentinian midfielder, which kind of concerning. But I think clubs like Dortmund and Benfica, they're very strong on their stance. They, it's not anything like, uh, to you know try to get something less or try to compromise for a better deal. It's when they say it, it's that. When they say it, that's that's the truth. You see with Jaden Sancho and yeah, because these are the types of clubs that don't they keep their word. They're a they're a man of their word, and they really don't back down from their stance. And in reality, they have no reason to back down. So yeah, I guess uh, Benfica is holding leverage, has leverage over uh, Enzo Fernandez's future uh, at this moment, and. But Enzo Fernandez has, it has been said that Enzo Fernandez has been very eager to join Chelsea. And uh, he has been left out of the squad today against uh, uh, the ben, uh, Benfica's opponent. So um, we'll have to see. Like, the uh, Benfica's manager, Roger Smith, Schmidt, has come out and said that uh, it was very rude to Benfica for it was very rude of Chelsea uh for to talk to the player first and pretend that they're going to pay the buyout clause but actually try to negotiate once they came to the contract uh, the negotiating tables so we'll have to see it's i mean we have about 3 weeks left more than 3 weeks left uh, until the cr- transfer window shuts. And it will be interesting to see how uh, this Enzo Fernandez deal turns out to be either way. Because he's definitely going to be... If he doesn't move during the winter transfer window, he's definitely going to be a very hot uh, player to look out for in the summer transfer window. So that will be interesting to see. And then we move on to... Arsenal target Mihalo Mudrik. Uh, so Mudrik has, I think it's a bit too much. He's a Shart, uh, Shartar Donetsk player, but he has been posting on his story uh, of uh, pictures of, ins- of himself watching Arsenal games on his personal tablet. Uh, and he is openly confessing his desire to join uh the current uh leaders in the premier league table so arsenal uh they have been linked to mudrik for since last year uh he's definitely a big player uh i mean uh current brighton manager and uh former uh shartar donetsk manager uh uh, Robert Dezerbi, uh said that he, I th- he thinks that uh, Modric would will win, go on to win a few Ballon d'Ors, which is a very big statement, and it just shows the caliber of the player. So Modric, uh, he, uh, I think I saw his story like three times watching Arsenal games, but and Arsenal are bidding, but Shartar Donetsk is one of those clubs that, you know are very firm on their stance like uh Borussia Dortmund or 
Benfica, those clubs that uh, don't have a reason to sell, but their players in big, uh, in large demand. So, yeah, and they're uh, the the director of uh, Shartar Donetsk has come out and publicly said that uh, he thinks that uh, Mudrik is a bigger player than Anthony, who uh, made his move to Manchester United uh, in the summer for uh, it was like 90 million euros a big price tag and uh uh that means that or jack Grealish, which he mentioned uh which means that it will they their stance is that they'll they'll sell for no less than the premier league transfer record so it's a big price tag big players are uh have big price tag that's always been the story but i think as years go by, uh, the inflation of uh, player player price tags has, I mean, it's it's unreal, seriously. So, I mean, Mudrik, uh, there are, uh, as usual, of course, Chelsea uh, are also linked to the winger. Uh, Graham Potter thinks he, there have been reports that Graham Potter thinks that he is the perfect winger in his system. Uh, I mean, Mudrik is a player that is very fast, known for his speed. Uh, he has the record in uh sp- sprint speed in the Champions League uh group stages, uh, even faster than Mbappe. So that kind of shows you the, I mean, the physical and technical abilities of this player. I mean, he has a good, he has a good right foot and he can also use his left foot very well so uh he's a very versatile player uh but i mean the player clearly seems like he wants to go to arsenal he's he's not even hiding it so i mean uh it will be fun to see how chelsea and arsenal where this player goes it will be fun uh the director of shartar donetsk has been caught at Stanford Bridge, uh, in the game against uh Man City and Chelsea, in Todd Bowley's personal box, so that's also very interesting to see. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's very complicated. Uh, and we'll have to see about that one. And another World Cup star is definitely Jude Bellingham. I mean, even before the World Cup, he was a fantastic player. He He's only 18 years old. He has, I don't know, like two, more than a year, two years of uh, first-team experience at Borussia Dortmund after bossing it at Birmingham. So, I mean, Birmingham retired his number, which just shows you the levels he's achieved there. You retire a number of a 16-year-old that is just crazy. And he... Uh, even though he got uh, transfer offers from Manchester United, Bayern Munich, uh, he actually ended up choosing uh, Borussia Dortmund. Uh, and he's a captain there, which a captain at 18, which shows you that he is the all-round player that can. he has the physicality, he has the, I don't know, the shooting ability, he has the pace, he has the passing, he has even the leadership. So he's like... All in one package. 
But Jude Bellingham, uh, Borussia Dortmund are quite firm on their stance because he doesn't have a buyout clause, uh, which is uh, which gives even more power to the to Borussia Dortmund, and uh, Dortmund are not willing to sell for uh, a very low price, as we saw during the Jadon Sancho clause. So. It will be very interesting to see where the midfielder ends up. I think uh winter transfer is very unlikely. But definitely in the summer it will be uh one to watch. Well, he will definitely definitely be a one to watch in the summer transfer window. He's currently being linked with you know all the big clubs, Manchester United, Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Real Madrid. Um, yeah, and then there's a lot of talk about that. And then another one, another World Cup star is uh, definitely Josko Gavardiol uh, of Croatia. He currently plays in RB Leipzig. I mean, he's been he's been hot even before the World Cup. I mean, Chelsea was gonna trying to get him for 90 million euros, which is a hell of a price for a defender that is... Uh, young and uh, also, I mean, it's a hell of a price for a defender, uh, considering that Chelsea has spent a whole lot of money on uh, Wesley Fofana and uh, Kalidou Koulibaly in the summer. So, but even like through the World Cup, his price has, I mean, it has rose, I don't know how much, so... RB Leipzig, I mean, they do top-quality business as they do. Their scouting department is on point every time. And they they sell some big-name players. Like, I mean, yeah, so, like, Christopher Nkunku, whose uh, reports say that he's signed a pre-contract agreement to join Chelsea next summer, the summer of 2023, also this summer. But, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to s- I mean, and they got Benjamin Set Sheshko, which uh, he's he's gonna be another big, big star uh, transfer target in the striker position, as he's he's kind of like the second Holland when Holland hasn't even been around for a very long time. So it's gonna be interesting to see. And then we have to talk about the done deals. Which is uh, Cody Gakpo to Liverpool and uh, Benot Badiashil to Chelsea. So, Cody Gakpo. Uh, so, the winger, since last uh, summer, he's been linked to Premier League clubs. Like, there were a rumor that uh, there was a rumor that uh, Southampton was trying to sign him, but mostly there was the big one was Manchester United. I mean, Eric Ten Hogg, he wanted him. Uh, you know, he's seen him play in the Eredivisie uh, Netherlands League. And, I mean, he's been he's been cooking it up in the Eredivisie uh, this year. So, uh, he and even in the World Cup, he's one of those World Cup stars. Uh, he scored uh, three in three straight games for Netherlands. And he's really young, so... Uh, Definitely one to look out for. He's 189 uh, centimeters, uh, and 
He's 189, but uh, like he's also a very flexible, versatile winger. Uh, he can play in the second striker position, uh, and even on each each of the flanks. So definitely a very versatile player and a very unique player, I would say. So it's gonna be very interesting to look out for how he performs at Liverpool, but. I mean, Manchester United, they've been linked with uh, Cody Okpo for, I mean, for months. I mean, and uh, they were considering putting in a bid for him. But Liverpool was faster, just like the Luis Diaz deal last year. Uh, just that it wasn't Manchester United, it was Tottenham that lost. So, I guess, big ups to Liverpool for their scouting department, but uh, their situation in the league doesn't look too good like Chelsea right now so I mean definitely one to look out for excited to see him perform I mean yeah so Cody Gokpo and then uh there were reports that he was close to Manchester United and then like within a span of few hours uh Fabrizio Romano was like here we go he put out the here we go for uh, Cody Gakpo to Liverpool, which shocked, uh, I guess, numerous Man United fans and Liverpool fans, which, who didn't, it was really out of the blue, so definitely top, top business from Liverpool. And then lastly, uh, Benot Badiasil to Chelsea. I mean, Benot Badiasil, uh, I mean, sure, I mean, he, he's been, uh, he's been a very, uh, ones to watch uh a rising baller i would say uh he's 194 centimeters tall very big and physical but he's also fast uh he's left-footed which is left-footed center backs are very rare in the market and rare you mean i mean high demand for left left-footed center backs so and he he's good at uh, he can build up, so he's very good with his foot. So that just shows that Chelsea got a really big gem. He's only 21 years old, born in 2001. Uh, and I mean, as a Chelsea fan, I'm delighted, but also I'm worried because the injury situation is so bad at the back right now, and Kalido Koulibaly is not performing to the, at the levels that. I expected him to. I mean, he was bossing the Syria, and uh, now he comes here, and it's not been easy all the way for Khalidou Koulibaly. I mean, he has John Terry's number, so big foot, big shoes to fill, and yeah. So, but you know what? I mean, I'm just glad that Chelsea are signing uh, these talented center backs, but. I'm not sure how it's going to go with Levy Colwell and uh, Benoit Badiasil because they kind of overlap in position and Badiasil has uh, signed a seven and a half year contract, which is a very, very long contract, I would say. Uh, basically, this is a statement signing that saying he will be a key part of the next project that this Todd Bowley and co are planning. So, yeah, it, the contract runs until 2030. 30. 
So, yeah, we'll have to see about that. But definitely top, top signing. And we'll have to see about further transfers that come out in the next few days. Thank you for listening. And I'll be back in the next episode. Thank you.